0: If you haven't gotten get to tape for Sunday, you ought to get it. Oh, boy, you know, these lights, you got to have your own sweat rag. Hallelujah. It's a new day. It's a new season. Amen. Glory to God. It says, for God so loved the world. I'm just going to jump right into where we left off on Sunday that he gave us. He so loved us, you know, in our um, camp or Bible school. <laughs> We talked about God loving us, just giving us life, making us whole, keeping us, leading us, directing us, giving us his word to direct us, amen, to lead and guide us into all truth. He so loved the world. He made it. He created it. He put us in it, and he gave us a way to make us whole. He sent his only begotten son. And what's his name? Jesus' name is a delivering name. It's a wholeness name. It's a name that sets us free. His name alone will lift you up, turn you around. Amen? Set you on higher ground. His name turns things around. Somebody say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. In his name. See, we can't just say his name just to say his name. But when you know that you know the name of Jesus makes a difference in my life. Amen. And the name of Jesus saved me, delivered me. Jesus, my Savior. He's my strengthener. He watches over my children. He is good to me. Amen. Amen. Somebody ought to shout Jesus. Glory to God. The Lord has always deal with me about saying something because changing the way I speak. Amen. I don't talk about Jesus because I heard my mama say it, which I thank my mother and father for that. Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be preaching the gospel right now. Amen. But I know him. I have a relationship with him and his name is Jesus. Come on, lift your hands and give him glory because Jesus is here. Amen? I told you last Sunday, God is using me to stir you up, to set you where he wants to put you so you can have a relationship, you can get fired up in him so I can awaken you. He wants to awaken you. Amen? On the inside out so you can begin to not only hear the word but do it and walk like him. Amen? We lift our hands in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your glory and your goodness. Amen. Jesus is here. Somebody say Jesus is here. He said, whosoever believeth in him. Amen. Not only that he died on the cross for me, not only that he made the heavens and the earth and the seas and the fountains of water, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, but he gave his life that I can live on the inside of him. Amen. And in this place is called a heavenly place. His wounds was for our what? His bruise was for our what? He was punished, so what? The punishment of what? Peace was upon him, and it's by his stripes I am him. He was punished so I can live on the inside of him. In John the 14th chapter, he said, in the first verse, he said, I'm going to what? He said, don't you be troubled. I am going to do what? I'm going to prepare a place for you that where I am, you can be also. And where I go? You can go. So the place that there it is. I mean, these girls. I'm gonna have anybody got a lollipop? We could give them some candy or something before we leave. <laughs> but no, uh, we are gonna eat better. Amen. But anyway, God, Jesus prepared a place for so the wounds for our transgressions, the bruises for our iniquities. He was punished so we can get in that place. So that when he died on the cross and he rose again, he prepared a place for us to live in him to walk in him, and whosoever believe that they are in him. And another word for that, to believe that he's with me everywhere I go, is Mark 11, 22, is to what? Have faith in God. So anybody believe that he's with me. You got faith that he's here? You got faith that he's with you? Amen. So when you really, really believe that, your voice will change. Your attitude change. We change. Amen. How many know you're not the same as you was yesterday? Come on, you need to ask somebody that. Am I the same? Oh, amen. Leave it alone. Amen. I should be, you should be going from glory to glory to glory. Amen. We're changed in him. I can just think about how I was, how I used to be. But God has taken me from glory to glory. I'm changing. Amen. So he prepared a place. I'm in that place. I believe he's with me. I believe he never leaves me nor forsake me. I have faith in God. In John three sixteen, He said, whosoever believeth in him. Because I believe that I am in him and he's in me, I am full of the glory. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I am on the inside of him. And how did I get there? By his Stripes. He made a way for me to get inside him. I don't know how he do it, but I know he did it. And I thank God I'm right here. And before you right now, you see my clothes, but Jesus speaks through me right now. Amen. Anybody got Jesus on the inside of them? Come on, say Jesus living on the inside of me. Amen. See, once you get a revelation of this, your entire life begins to change. Amen. You don't talk the way you used to talk. You know, people say, I looked at my hands and my hands look new. Not, you know, they look the same. But your, your mouth and your life and your way you live and everything begins to change day by day. Amen. Because I believe that Jesus is where? With me. He said, Whosoever believed in him, we won't perish. We won't fail. Why? Because I'm living on the inside of him. I'm in a heavenly place in Christ Jesus. And he gave me his life. He poured out his life. And that life is what kind of life? Everlasting. He's always with me. Amen. And in this life, he walks with me. He leads and he guides me into all truth. He is my shepherd. Psalm the 23rd Psalm. I want for nothing in this place. This place supplies some of my needs. All on my knees. The Bible says in Galatians 3.13, what did Christ do? The anointed one of his anointed. He redeemed us. He brought everything. He brought me into everything I need. Right? He was made a curse for us. For it is written, "Curses to everyone that hangeth on the tree. And what part, where am I? I am in the what? Keep it, keep it going now. I am in the blessing of Abraham. Might come on the Gentiles that through Jesus, the Savior, Christ, the anointed one, and His anointing, we can receive the promise of His Spirit through what? Faith. I gotta first have faith in God. I gotta believe that I am in Christ Jesus. I am in the armor of God. Jesus is on me, He's with me, He's my director, He's my protector, He's my healer, He's my strengthener. Come on, somebody. Whatever he is, he's the great I am. So I can say by his stripes, I am as he is. We are one. As he is, so am I right now. Amen. As he is right now in where? This world. So we're living in the life of Christ Jesus. So I just want to kind of quickly go over that and then go right on back to Mark 16, 15. Because we are believers and we believe that he's with us, he's in us, we can't fail because Christ is on the inside of me, leading, guiding me into all truth. And I welcome you, Holy Spirit, just as Jesus was. He, Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed him to preach, to tell that gospel, to say what he needs. Come on, y'all. He said in Mark 16 to 15 verse, what did he say? He says for us to do what? go he wants you to continue the ministry he wants you to go on a, a holy ghost walk with him he's on the inside of us full of the holy ghost leading us and guiding us into all truth Sixteen let's read it again it says let's read it together uh-oh hold on y'all mom this little bible trying to mm-hmm, that's why i need my other one okay let's go it says go So God needs you to know that you know you know that He's there. He wants you to know that you know. Have faith in God that I am with you. Then He told them what? Go. I can't hear you. He says what? The word "go" is not. You know, when you really tell somebody to go, you don't really say "go." What kind of word is "go"? All these teachers in here. Is it called a command, Miss Raymer? So if that's a command, let me hear you tell somebody to go. <laughs> Amen. I don't think he said, he was already, in verse 14 it says, He appeared unto the eleven and they sat at meat, and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not which had seen him after he had risen. So it's because they didn't believe. He was kind of like, you know, you know, I done told y'all this was going to happen. And, you know, he, he, he was like, really? You've seen the many miracles? And verse 15, said, he said, now get up and go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Go tell them the good news that ev- I have made a way that everywhere you go, I'm with you. I have made a way that everything you need, every supply, I provide. I have made a way, if your body look like it ain't functioning to the perfection which I created it, hey, just follow me, I will regenerate you. I'm transformed. I have transformed you from the old to the new. I made a way that you can open your mouth and speak my word and you will have what you say. Then verse 16 said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be what? What's the word save mean? Can somebody remember that that was in school or who? who um, all the teaching of saved. What does it mean? Uh, you hear all them? That, that was on their te- test. And they better holler it out like they got it right on their test. Come on, Hezekiah, say something. What does save mean? He, you know, that's why you just look over them, go to the next side. The word saved, he said, made a way to make you whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, delivered, set free. The word saved is pretty deep. You can go on and on. Everything good, I made a way. But he that believeth not shall be what? Damned. And these signs shall follow them that what? Believe. The other, in other words, you can say that have faith in God. In my name, they should do what? they should speak with what? Verse 18. Let's read it together. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall what? Lay hands on the sick, and they shall do what? Recover. The word shall is one of the strongest insertions in the Bible. It shall. It's, it is. It shall be done. No matter what it look like, if you believe in me, remember the key word is you have faith in God. It shall, they shall recover. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. And then we talk about this on Sunday. Verse 19 is showing, it says how how the Lord went up, but yet he was still working with them, demonstrating to us, even though he went and sat next to the Father, he still is in us at the same time, full of the Holy Ghost. Let's read. Verse 19. So then after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received where? And set where? On the right hand of God. And they went what? Forth and preached some places. And the Lord was what? He was doing what? He was working with them. So in other words, even though we're right here, right now, we are sitting in a heavenly place where... In Christ Jesus. it may We may not can understand it with our mind, little minds, but he has made a way. He said I'm in a heavenly place in him. He, he's, he says he's working with me, so I believe I receive it and I will have it. Come on, somebody ought to give the Lord a shout of praise. Let's go to Matthew 28, 18. I'm building you up for the power walk tonight because I need you to believe you receive it and you have it. So you're getting built up for the power walk. You're getting strengthened for the power walk. Are you ready for the power walk tonight? Are you ready for the power walk? Okay, you can't run out of breath on the power walk. You cannot. When you're lifting weights, Hezekiah, and you get the weight this high, you can't be trying to drop it right about here and it's about 99,000 pounds. You got to keep that thing up, right? If, If I just drop some heavy weights right now, what would happen to my little feet? Come on now, I got to be strong to the end. So you're going on a power walk tonight. Are you ready for the power walk? Yeah. Okay, it's time. Okay, let's see here. Matthew 28, 18. 28, 18, let's go. And Jesus came and spoke unto them saying, Who is Jesus talking? I want you to point to three people and say he's talking to you. Do you know Tex didn't have anybody to talk to? Cynthia, say something to Tex. He'd have nobody say he's talking to you. He's talking to you. That one. Give it to him, Roxy. Come on, come on. <laughs> Thank you, Tex. Somebody's help me right now. He's talking to me. I take it. Anybody take it tonight? He said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. He said, all power, all power was given to him, so therefore it is given to me. So he told them what? Come on, somebody help me say it. That was the weakest goal. Didn't we say it's a power walk? Go! Go! Ye, therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to do what? Observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I will be with you sometimes, even unto the ends of the world. How much power is with you? Come on down. A lot is not enough. How much? How much is with you? Come on, look at your name and say, Jesus is with you. Find somebody and say, full of the Holy Ghost. Now go! Get your spit rag on. I know somebody spit on you tonight he's telling you to go. God is saying, I need you to get up and go. You guys are so, how many know we are so full of the word? We don't get this word to just go home and just talk to each other. This word is so we can go out to minister to somebody else. Come on somebody. God is telling you tonight Jesus is with you. You are full of the Holy Ghost and power. Nothing is missing from you. Nothing is broken. You got everything you need. Now get up and. That was pretty good. Did she spit on the back of your head? Has God because she was pretty loud. (laughs) Get up and go. Get up and go. You have swat. When is swat again? Saturday after next. That is the best training ever. I knew, this is how I knew that I know that I know I was going to be. The Lord told me that that he anointed me for exhortation. That's when you, if you know me, I'm going to find something on you to exhort you about. Sister Angela, that's an awesome belt. You see, that's me. Anybody know me, I'm going to find something. And I genuinely, it comes out of my spirit. When I first kicked off, remember I told you I didn't know any better? I would make up something. Your hair be crooked. Your hair is cute. And to myself, I'm like, but you could bring it to the middle. It's crooked. But then the Holy Spirit said, don't lie. He began to tell me what to say. And through exhortation, it's what, when God takes you first, you ex- he brings you to exhortation, then you go into evangelism. And so when we begin to go out on SWAT, I notice, and anybody that knows me, Minister Abbott does, I can minister salvation, anoint, I'm fired up, I know the glory is on me, boom, boom, that fast. So you had some preachers who thought she cannot be... Ministering to these people because um, she's going too fast because they would minister and it would take them. Oh, you don't even want to hear, Pastor? He literally can lay it out, and I was—I used to say, I wish I could do that. I mean, he's—he's he's not as fast as me, but it's like—but it's on me to go, boom, boom, boom. They get saved, more than one coming at a time, boom, 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 boom all of them, and so. They tried to hurt me, didn't they? Tried to make me feel like I was wrong. Because, but I was just doing what was in me. He sent 10 people. I ministered to all of them. Boom, boom. Done. Go. Let's go. The anointing, that's what? On me. You have anointed to teach or however God gave it to you, we all good. Am I better because I can minister real fast? No. I'm anointed to minister that way. I'm called to evangelism, to minister salvation. I mean, to, to do that, to exhort. To, that's just so anointed on me. You're called that way, but you do it that way, God. So how, how, why would you make me feel bad? Because you can only minister one at a time. Because in their heart, they were thinking that it's impossible for them to get it, and you didn't go as long. Am I correct, Ms. Abbott? But because we didn't know any better. I didn't know I was, I was trying to wonder myself. Because nobody never taught us. Anybody ever taught us it should be this many minutes? Have we ever got trained? No. It's that, that if I don't go seven minutes, they ain't saved. You see what I'm saying? Nobody never trained me that way. I just go out. People come in droves. And I minister to them. You go out, you get one at a time. It's what God does. Now, when I start being cocky about it, going, hey, what about your one? I just got ten. Hey, hey, hey. Then i tell you what, I would get none. <laughs> God wouldn't sin anymore. But I didn't have sense enough to know. I didn't know that, that it was God. I just thought I was just going faster than that, or that kind of way. But every time I minister, that happened. He sent me the kind that get ministered that need to be ministered quickly. He sent the kind that pastor can minister to, he sent him them kind. Those people don't come to me. They don't. It's rare that I have to spend more than one minute. You see? So God has a gift on the inside of you. But doing that is when I found out I am called to the ministry. I, I am, this is where I'm supposed to be. And he he trained me on how to preach the gospel on the street. You guys got it on you. Somebody look at your neighbor. Give him a good, loud go. It's time to get up and find out how how God will help you minister. Stephanie and the rest of the crew, they'll train you. They'll hold your hand. But every time it's time to go, you should get up and go. So now we're going on our power walk. We're going to see how Jesus, the Lord began to tell me to look at all the miracle scriptures. Read them every day. And I began to look at the miracle scriptures. And then one day, he put me on the inside of Jesus. So I began to see it from the opposite way. Instead of seeing the woman with the issue of blood, I began to be Jesus and the woman with the issue of blood coming to me. You see the difference? So I I don't know what day it was, but one day I switched roles. I always look at, she was under the thing. She was, you know, and then I begin to say, and I stood there. And the the lady came from all the way from the back because of the glory of God on the inside of me. You see the difference? So God wants you to look at these. On this power walk we're about to take real quick, don't run out of breath. That means don't fall asleep, Hezekiah. I I mean, um, everybody. You're going to have to have some water. In a power walk, name some of the things that you have to have. Only me and Pastor do that to him because we love him so much. He's been with us for many, many years. We had a whole bunch of red hair. Uh, oops, did I say that? Sorry, Hezi. <laughs> but he's many years, and we love him. Everybody love him. Everybody love him. He's so awesome. It's because of the joy you have and this big smile. We love you. But anyway, on the power walk, when you're going on the power walk, you got to keep awake. You have to have your water. You can't quit. You're going to watch out Jesus. Put yourself on the inside of him. So this is how God is showing us how he leads people. Jesus demonstrated how to be full of the Holy Ghost, being led of the Holy Ghost. He showed us how he only said what his father said. He showed us how many things are going on, but I'm only going to do what my father told me to do. Notice when he did miracles, it was a bunch of people. They could have been healed, but he only took the one that came to him. Isn't that deep? Everybody didn't make it in the Bible, but certain ones did. Isn't that good? Hi. Hi, Brian. It's funny seeing Brian out there. Brian, we always feel here. Oh, okay, anyway. Okay, so now, Matthew the eight, char- 8 chapter, let's go on the power walk. Get ready. Get your breathing. When, you get, when you're doing, going on a power walk, the first thing you should do is what? Stretch. You make sure you bring your water from home. You're going to stretch. Let's get our stretch on. Oh, I heard my bones pop. Okay, up both sides. Here we go. Y'all ready? Come on, say hey. hey. Let's, go. Let's go. Okay, now this is what happened. Now, Jesus demonstrating. He came. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. So the first thing we know you need to do in the Paul walk before, you got your water and everything, but you need to spend time in prayer. He was hanging out with his daddy. Him and his daddy talked together, early morning prayer. Amen? They spent time in the presence of God. He spent time in his glory and goodness saying, Father, you're so good. You're so wonderful. And then, okay, just put yourself in Jesus' shoes. Daddy, you're so awesome. What a mighty God you are. And then the father said, I'm going to have many things for you to do today. People are going to come from everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was like, oh, daddy, I love you so much. Then he'd come on down the mountain. As soon as he stepped his foot out in the crowd. And another thing, before he finished, the people was there. They was in great expectation. So it's said great multitudes. So here come Jesus down from the mountain. As soon as he gets there, boom. There was a man. When it says behold means look. Look, y'all. You know, if somebody came with a great disease today, and you know if they touch you, you can catch it, and he jumped out there, what would you do, Miss Abbott? What? <laughs> See, when you're on a power walk, you got to be what? Ready. (laughs) Pay attention. (laughs) If a a person, you're on your power walk, we walking, we walking, right? And then this person got this disease. It's it's greater than Zika. It's greater than AIDS. If they come near you, your nose could just fall off. So here here we go. the the (laughs) (laughs) The whole crowd, everybody go this way. Did this. (laughs) <laughs> see but how do we know they did that it says whoa and look because it was a great multitude of people everybody's seen this man with probably one nose one arm who knows what happened but leprosy you, you you look weird everybody know you got it but guess what he did a leopard came and he worshiped him saying lord if thou will you can make me clean remember you're on your power walk you trying to get it Jesus said, now He's going. He's demonstrating, go. He's out there walking. He just came from the closet. He just got right out there. And here comes this man. He said, I, He's just talking. He said, If thou can believe, if no, if Lord, if thou will, you can make me clean. And Jesus did this he on his power walk. Come on, breathe, y'all. He said, I will be thou clean. In other words, he's saying, no matter what you got going on, no matter what your situation is, no matter what your circumstance, go. Keep going. I got you. It doesn't matter how big it is. My power can clean anything. Remember, see yourself as he sees you. As you're walking and you're going, you're out there doing your SWAT. You're out there on your job being a light to the world. And then people come up to you and you say, oh, I know you got the power. You say, you're going to listen. Be clean in Jesus' name. In other words, it didn't matter how bad this disease was, it was gone. It says, and how quickly did this happen? How quickly? It says immediately it was clean. And Jesus said to him, look, see thou, tell no man, but go your way. Show yourself to the great peace and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a great testimony. Somebody said, one. Go. Take a deep breath. That was the first miracle soon as he got out of the mountain, as soon as he got out from out of, he didn't go out of the presence of God, but as soon as he came out of his closet, because God was with him, there was a man with sickness and disease. One that looks as though it could not be healed, but nothing is impossible with God. Somebody say two. Now shout go. It says, and when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, this was a walk. He kept walking and kept walking and kept walking and kept walking, kept going as his father said, go, just doing what his father says. And then he entered into Capernaum. There came unto him a centurion beseeching him. Now think about this, y'all. All, this was not the only sickness and disease that was there. But he was one of the only ones that believed with all his heart, I believe. You see? Some people came just to see, but some people came to be, to to get a miracle, to take what belonged to them. And it says, and verse 6, and saying, Lord, my servant light at home sick of palsy. So one, we know he, he is, his power, the first one, it can heal, put noses back on. His power can heal blood diseases, veins, and all of that circulation. Um. Any um, skin diseases. Now, two. This is person is healed of palsy, like paralyzed, um, a par- uh, like his body can it didn't work. All his functions of his body was not functioning pr- properly. Yeah, paralysis. Thank you. I was looking for that word: paralysis and nervous conditions. And it says he was grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, "Remember, he's on the power walk. Are you on, are you still breathing?" This is a good story here. I want you all to pay close attention. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion servant asked and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. In other words, he said, I believe your words. Somebody got Jesus' words in their mouth, and they heard the word, but they don't believe it. Jesus said, if you can be like this man. He just—he knew there was something about the Word, and we know that the Word is God. Amen? The Word was God, and it is God. And we know that the Word is in us, and it's just like him. Watch what he do here. He's telling him, I speak the Word only, and my servant shall be healed, for I am a man under authority, mm-hmm. Heaven soldiers under me, and I say, he's talking about words. I say to this man, go. And my words, and he go, and, and to another, come. And my words, and he come. Come on, somebody. And to my servant, do this, and he do it with just my words. So he's telling Jesus, so your words are even greater than my words. You got the word in your mouth. You're walking with the word on the inside of you. There's people looking for you on your job. They're looking for you to just go when Jesus tells you to go. They're looking for you to say what he tells you to say. They're looking for you to act like me when I was in the Kmart. Remember? So when I said Sunday, who was here Sunday? Who was not here Sunday? Why wasn't you here on Sunday? Okay, I'm just kidding. On Sunday, I told them. I went into the Kmart. Me and my friend, Minister Diggs, Evangelist Diggs. Oh, we buddies. We, we really act up when we together. You get two people like, oh, my goodness. We went into the Kmart, and I heard, and the, it was just a crowded after Sunday day. I'm in the Kmart, and I walked in the aisle. and It was a lot of people. And the Lord said, I want you to get in the middle of that thing, and you tell the people, anybody need Jesus? So I walked over there, and I said, anybody would like to have Jesus? Everybody ran. Everybody was gone like roaches. I told you, like I had some raid, And I was doing like this. Go on where Jesus tell me to go, saying what he tell me to say. But there was one man stood there just like he was trying to act like I don't want everybody to know I stayed. He was doing like this. He looked at me. He said, I want it. Somebody say, hey. Come on, somebody. And that didn't just encourage me to keep doing what he tell me to do, no matter how crazy it sounds. They probably still say, uh, they probably tell them the story the opposite. She was crazy. <laughs> a crazy lady. Where verse are we on? Nine, it says, well, I'm a soldier on authority, having soldiers under me. I say to this man, and go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he come, and to my servant, do this, and he do it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them, You know what? This turned Jesus on. He began to preach. He said, verily, which means truly I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. And I I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west and sit down with Abraham. They probably was like, what is he talking about? And Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. He just began to prophesy. It turned him on just because he knew that his words have power. Come on, somebody ought to give the Lord a shout of praise. Are you awake on the power walk? You should be happy on purpose. And Jesus said to him, go your way. And as thou hast believed, so it be done unto thee. And the servant was healed in the self-same way. The word "heal" means he was made whole and complete. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Because wherever Jesus is, everything is all right. He said, as he believed, that's what he got. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout of praise and say, I'm going. That was weak, man. That was weak. Say, I'm going. Say, I'll do what you say do. Somebody say three. Three. Look at your neighbor and say go. Go. Here we go. We're Matthew 8. It's the power walk, y'all. You got to be ready for Matthew 8. Jesus just came out of his closet, remember? Came out of the prayer closet. And he's demonstrating to us, go as I tell you to go. You ready? We're on three now. He just came out the closet. And we know it was morning. I'm going to tell you why you're going to know why it's morning in a minute. Verse 14, and when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, so he was going to his house, to Peter's house. We even know where he was going. He came from the mountain to get to Peter's house. And when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife, wife's mother laid and sick of fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. You know what that reminds me of? Just going into um, Roy Snyder Hospital, all he did was touch her. Just doing like this, oh, yeah, boom, heal, mm-hmm. heal, heal, mm-hmm. boom, heal in Jesus' name. That's all he did. Boom, just on the walk. Anybody? Somebody ought to shout, "Go!" You got to be awake on the power walk. Come on, somebody shout, "Go!" That's number three. Now, all of this is in a walk. When I come back next time with, as the Lord Lee, I'm going to find out how many miles was it from where he got from the mountain to when he got to Capernaum to right here, okay? But anyway, let's go. Jesus just walking, doing what his daddy said. Just like he told you to go into the world and preach the gospel, he's demonstrating it right here. So he hit, he just slapped on Peter's mother, wife's mother's that laid there. I'll be healing. He said, bop. He touched her hand. Wow. Went on. Verse 16. And when the evening was come, that's how we we know it was early when he started. Now it's evening. It's later now. They brought unto him how many? Many. Somebody said, four. Say, go. This is the fourth miracle. You ready? It said, when evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with the devils. And he did what? Let's read it together. He cast out the spirits with what? His words. And how much did he heal? What? What? How did he heal them all? How did he do it? How did he heal them all? Julie, how did he heal them all? What is Word? Put the Word in your mouth. Rise up and say the Word and believe the Word. Whosoever believeth in Him, you won't fail. Preach the Word. Put the Word in your mouth so you can put it out there to somebody else. The Word is what turns turns the fire on, which awakens you to go do something else. Do whatever He says. Amen? Somebody say, I got it, I got it. Are you awake on the power walk? We're on a power walk. You see this? This is a power walk, ain't it? Holy Ghost is on fire. Jesus is lit. He's out there preaching the gospel like crazy. He is fired up. He healed them all. You see that? Many was possessed of the devils. He cast out the spirits with his word, and he healed all of them. All of them. Some people believe he laid hands on all of them. But he said, it says he healed all of them with his word. I believe he did like this. All oh, y'all be healed, you little devils. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed. It says he healed them all. This is the fourth miracle. He just got out of bed. Just got there laid in before Jesus. Oh, Jesus, you're wonderful. He stepped out there. Here comes a le- man with leprosy. Here comes the centurion servant. Here comes... Peter's wife's mother. And then here come a whole bunch of them. Many that were possessed with the devil. Are y'all pausing and thinking about it? Look at verse 17. That it might be fulfilled what's spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, Jesus himself He took our infirmities and did well, bore our sickness. You ought to lift your hands on the power wall and give the Lord a shout of praise. Say, by his stripes, I am healed. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Say, I am healed. I am healed. The great I am lives on the inside of me. And as he is, so am I. You see, it's not all about... It's not all about, like, you know how you hear the words, like, oh, that was just a good word. But what about a good word that I'm going to walk and live in? This is talking about your life. This is the life of God. When John three sixteen said that he's given you everlasting, this is the life. Come on, somebody say, I'm living the life of Jesus Christ. You know what you just said? I'm living the life. Of my Savior, the anointed one, and his anointed. In other words, you say, I'm living a life fired up, full of the Holy Ghost, in a heavenly place, full of his righteousness, his might, his ability. Is in Christ Jesus. You see, not just saying words, but believing this is who I am. Come on, somebody. Praise them like you know. It's so. You ought to be fired up. Jesus on a power walk. Notice this. He didn't care what everybody else think. He didn't even really care how they felt. He just kept on walking. Kept going and listening. I'm telling you, people are going to be around you all dry. Dry as a dry piece of toast. But you get fired up. Telling you. It's all about what have you done for Jesus lately? What have you done when the time comes when you're 120 you can't be telling my, I, well, you know, I cook some good food for people. I, uh, what else did I do? I, I, I went to work. What else did I do? Think of all the things. Noah, what have you done for Jesus? I'm telling you, this word is not just for you guys. It's for me. He brought you here to do something for him, to preach the gospel to every creature. Let's say number five. Come on, act like you're fired up. Say, go! Take a deep breath. This is good. Now, when Jesus saw the great multitude about him, he gave a commandment to depart. He's like, listen, I've healed them all. You know, I know, hey. Now, it's time The to, God told him, time to go on the other side. I brought all these people down here. You handled what you did, what I need you to do. Now it's time. You're going to the other side. Are you on the inside of Jesus? Okay. You switch sides. You're not just looking at the miracles. You're looking at Jesus in you and you doing the miracles. Him doing miracles through you. You see? You see? It says in verse 19, And certain scribes and came and fought, said unto him, Master, I follow thee wherever you go. And Jesus says unto him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man have nowhere to lay his head. That's another time when they go, what in the son? What are you talking about? Uh-uh, what in the world? Hmm? I just say I follow you everywhere I go. 21. And another disciple said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go bury my father. But Jesus said unto him, follow me. And let the dead bury the dead. Verse twenty three. When he entered into the ship, they remember he said he was going to, on the other side. Somebody said five. five. Say go, Woo. go, Woo. go. Act like you mean it. Say go. go. It says and look. They on the ship. They probably be like hey we. Can. That was you know they probably were was thinking wasn't that deep. Wow, all these things are happening. Man, I tell you. And look, out of nowhere, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with waves, but he was asleep. How many know why Jesus was asleep? Why? Because, come on, somebody. So he was getting his rest. But, but another thing, you ever thought about it? He got up that morning, remember? He was hanging out with his daddy. He was like, yeah, let me get a little rest here. I don't know how your man do it, but be like, yeah, let me, let me go to bed. Let me get some sleep. He, remember, he got up early. He was hanging out with his father. He killed them all. He did all the miracles. I'm going to get me some sleep. I'm on the ship. We're going to the other side. I'm going to just let my body rest. Okay, so remember, y'all y'all ready? You ain't supposed to be sleeping on the power walk though. That's Jesus who went to sleep. Now we stand awake now because you didn't heal them all. And he did. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> Are you awake? What verse we on? 24. It says, Look, there rose a great tempest in the sea, And so much it covered the ship, but Jesus was asleep. He got up early, he hung out with his daddy in the mountains. He walked all the way from there to here, and his disciple came to him and awoke him saying, "Lord, save us. All the miracles you're doing, you know this is happening. save us. It's your fault anyway." I did deep. I mean, think about it. It was like, "You know how to do this, but he was training us all along. He was showing us how to walk. If anything, I mean, when we think about it now, the way we're looking at at it, but they didn't know like we know as far as, you know, we got the word to see how they failed and how we can accomplish from their failure. But if anything, if it happened now, we go, Lord, I've seen how you do that. I'm going to do the same thing. At least try to do it the way he did it. At least say, stop water or something. They started blaming him. He said, we're about to die we know John 3.16. What does John 3.16 says about perish? You shall not perish. But the life of God on the inside of you keeps you what? Alive. You don't live in, in um, you don't die in him, but you what? I shall not live. I mean, I shall not die, but I what? Live, and what do I do? I declare his goodness. So, see, we know that. And he said unto him, why are you fearful of little faith? Because God has not given us the what? What has he given us? So he was trying to why are you afraid? I don't, I don't, listen, you've been on the power walk with me all, ever since I came out of my closet. You seen me when the man came with the leprosy, you was there. You was right there. You seen me when centurion servant was there. What you're being afraid for or some water for. You was there when I, when I healed um, Peter's mother. You was even there when I healed all of them devil, crazy devil people that tried to come against me. You were right there. He said, you were there. What is wrong with you? What is Jesus saying to us? I'm in you. I gave you my word. I sent my word to heal you. I gave you my words that I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. I told you to get up and go tell somebody about my goodness. What are you afraid of? Why haven't you told anybody about Jesus, about his goodness? When are you going to believe that I'm with you and I'll never leave you nor forsake you? When are you going to believe that I'll make a way out of no way? When are you going to believe I'll supply all of your needs according to my riches in my glory? It's in my presence in which you are living. You're walking in the blessing. When are you going to believe it? Didn't I tell you I'll supply all of your needs? Somebody ought to act like you know it's good. When are you gonna seek me early and find everything you need? I'll show you the way, I'll direct your path. When are you gonna rise up and walk like I walk? I'm not gonna ever give you less than what I have. Everything you need is right here in you. Come on, somebody ought to lift your hands and shout like you know it's good. Hey, glory. You're on a power walk. You ought to say what he says day and night, night and day. Didn't I give you Joshua eight? I told you to open your mouth and speak my word day and night, night and day. And you will see all that you said. Come on, somebody ought to shout a praise. Oh, Glory. You ought to be stirred up and fired up in here. I'm telling you, you're living in a season. You can't look at their faces because you all stirred up. They don't get it yet, but you better stir yourself up and get it. I said, get it. He said, go. He said, I've given you all power. What more are you looking for? You know, people don't talk about Jesus like they used to. It used to be people in the corner with a microphone. They used to preach all on the street. You remember when I, anybody was with me the day we was in Kmart? Ooh. We was in Kmart, and the guy came up to me. You know, we were, who was with me? Anybody here was with me? And we was in the circle at Kmart, um, the one that's not, not in the country, but the other one. And the guy came up to me, you're only preaching the gospel because your mama told you. Is he talking to me? Me, you talking to? You came to the right one. And he was so tall. Till, okay, this is the line. He crossed the line. He crossed the bloodline. He was like, You only talking about Jesus. Were you there, Sam? You only talking about Jesus because your mama. No, he didn't. I'm telling you, you got the glory of God on you. I did one of these numbers. And I'm telling you, the fire rose up inside of me. I said, it's not because of my mother and my father that I preach the gospel like I do. Yeah, they gave me the words. But I preach the gospel because I know him myself. And I begin to preach. I'm talking about, oh, I'm going on and on. And people begin to gather. And then I'm preaching. I'm, I'm going at it. And he like, like, where does girl come from? And then the people said, oh, hey, that's how you get them, girl. That's how you get them. Then I was like, oh, I just did that. Oh, my God. I was so shocked. You are full of his fire and his power. He'll give you the words to say. Just step into faith, knowing that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. We got to get going. We're on the power walk. See, when you get on the power walk and you get going, you get energized. Am I right? Anybody take a power walk? The more you go, the more you want. Hey! Okay, here we go. Take a deep breath. (laughs) Remember? Remember? What is it? Smell the roses, blow out the candles. Smell the roses, blow out the candles. That's how you do on the paw walk. Y'all didn't know that? Breathe through your nose. Breathe in your nose and blow out your mouth. Breathe through your nose and... So when you're doing your paw walk, you want to... Anybody know why you do that? You get more energy and you're telling your lungs what to do. Is that right, Hezekiah? You're telling your lungs what to do. And when you tell your lungs what to do, you can go to here to the Kmart on the other side. The what will be hurting is your body. Am I right? Does she know? What well, hurt is more like your muscles, but your, your energy? He's showing me some stuff. I don't even care what he's talking about. This is That's how the devil do you. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. I see it. I see it. You can go forever. If you do that, hey, y'all learned something tonight. You s- smell the roses, <laughs> blow out the candles. Okay? All right, here we go. We are on. Where are we at? We almost done with this power. 27. But the men marvel, saying, What matter of man is this? Did he did he tell the wind what to do? He said, then he arose and he rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. Now, who was he showing off to us? Well, who was he demonstrating to? Us. To to them and to us. There's a great problem in the air, but I'm giving you dominion over that. You get to tell it what to do. But you're saying what I tell you to say. All right, keep going. We're on the power walk. But the man. Marvel said, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the sea obey him. Oh man, I got news for you. The winds and the sea and everything around you, you dominate. Amen. They cannot touch you. He's giving you dominion. Over the fish of the sea, the fowls of the air, he gave you dominion, and it still stands. He'll tell you what to say no matter what comes in your way. What scripture does that remind you of? Come on, come on. Ooh, Mark 11. Genesis, it does, but it reminds you also of Mark 11, 22 and 23. Right? He said that we can say unto the mountain. Can you go there real quick? Any monk, try, anything trying to come in our way, anything trying to come in your way, anything, you can tell that thing. Look, Mark 23, Mark 11, 23, he said, that whosoever shall say, he telling. me, I'm telling you, I want you to be like me on the walk. When I tell you to go, I've got you because you have faith in God. You believe I'm with you. You don't believe I'm coming from down the street. You believe that you're in my might, my ability, my strength. You see how you, 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 you um, stirred up the gift on the inside of you? Now you're believing that I ain't got to wait for him to come. He's telling me to go over here because he's sending me. Any mountain trying to get in my way, I'll tell you what to say and what words to use. I may say, move. I may say, no, oh, he gonna tell you to run. He might tell that thing you better run the other way. <laughs> he, he, he'll tell you to, to uh, what's that word, dissipate. Dissipate, disappear, move, back up, get out of my way. See, anything, even as big as a mountain to as small as a coal to a mosquito bite, Zika can't come near you. No Zika, no Bika, no Tika, none of them Kikas can come near my dwelling. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over Sister Zika. Come on, somebody. He'll tell you to move, 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 get, get cat, go be cast into the sea. And don't you doubt in your heart. Remember, he said, doubt comes. He's telling you, right? Don't doubt in your heart. What does that mean? People, them things gonna be whispering in your ear. That's that that's that Zika gonna bite you, gonna chew you down. A little Zika. Oh no, Zika, Zika. You can't come near my a uh, dweller. I have authority. That's Genesis. He's giving me authority over every creeper, even creeping thing that creepeth the earth. Don't you doubt in your heart. What you say, believe what you say shall come to pass, and you're going have what, exactly what you said. You see? Let's go back. Where we at, y'all? Come on, take a deep breath on your pole walk. And blow out your nose. You ready? Let's go. Somebody say go. Here we go, verse 6. I mean, verse 6. We're on 28. This is the sixth miracle. Jesus got up. Got, I mean, he done walked all over the place. He done healed them all. Now, listen, he came on the other side, and now he on all the way to, from Capernaum to where is he at now? we he's come to the country of Jer- Jer- Jurgisene. That like somebody's name. Jer- Jurgisene, how you doing? <laughs> Jer- Jurgisene. <laughs> there met him two possessed with devils, coming out of the tombs, exceeding fierce, so that no man might pass by the way. Now we know why the storm came. The storm was trying to stop them from going to the, the to see the girl named Jurgensine. You see, don't Jurgensine like she got some big earrings, right? Big old wig going, I'm George and Singh. <laughs> and George and Singh, well, they were trying to block, the devils were trying to block him from going there. Coming out of tombs, exceeding fears. So two of them, no man might pass by the way. They were trying to block. So that shows you nobody can go in and out of this city. That's deep, ain't it? These, none. Because they wouldn't let nobody pass by the way. And remember what Jesus said, whosoever what? Believe it, you won't fail, you won't perish, you ain't going to die in Jurgens scene. No devil's going to be able to kill you in scene. Those devil's in Jurgens scene about to be moved. And it says, and behold, they cried out saying, what do we have to do with thee, Jesus, thy son of God? Are you come hither to torment us before the time? Little squeaky demons. And there was a good way off from them, a herd of swine feeding. So the devils besought him, saying, If thou cast us out, suffer us to go away to the herd of swine. And he said unto them, Go! And look at this, y'all. Is this deep right here. It says... This show you one word from God can tell, make thousands of demons move from you immediately. It says, and when they were come out, they went into a herd of swine. And behold, the whole herd of swine ran violently down a steep place into the sea, perished in the water. Man, and they that kept them fled and went their ways into the city and told everything. So they went out telling, like, you know, they telling the story about these demons all over the place, and went, and what was befallen to the possessed of the devils, and, the, and behold, the whole city, this deep, the whole city, y'all, came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they besought him. Now, listen to this. They was like, you got to get up out of here. Instead of being glad, that Jesus got rid of the, them demons from Genesis scene, out of their city, they was like, you, you need to go, get, get go, 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 because they were so afraid. They've been locked in this city all their life. They didn't even know when the blessing came. Come on, Jesus said, be free. He came that you may be loose from any infirmity, from any devil that's trying to hinder you. This is your deliverance time. Come on, somebody, give the Lord a shout of praise. And I believe, now this is my own belief. Chapter 9, it shouldn't say chapter 9 right here. I'll show you where I think it should say chapter 9 because it says, and. It says, and he entered into a ship. Somebody say seven. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Say seven. And it says, and look, he wasn't finished. They brought to him a man sick of palsy. Another paralyzed man, the same thing he did to the other one, he about to do again, lying on the bed. And Jesus seeing their faith, he said unto the sick of palsy, "Son, be of good cheer; thy sins be forgiven." And behold, certain scribes said within themselves, "See, this is how people do when they don't know, when they don't know what's going on. Look, 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 look! This man blaspheming!" And Jesus, knowing their thoughts. He knows your thoughts. He knows everything you think. He knows everything, your ways, your ins and outs. That's Psalms 136. And Jesus knowing their thoughts, wherefore think ye evil in your heart? For whether it's easy to say, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man, he got power on earth to do what? Forgive sins. Then saith he to the sick of palsy, he looked at him. This junk they talking, they don't know what they're talking about. <clears throat> Let's say it together. Arise, take up thy bed, and go into thy house. And what did the man do? He arose and went into his house. And then verse 8 says, but when the multitude saw it, what did they do? They marveled. Come on, let's lift our hands just like they did because it was good then and it's good right now. He's a healer. He heals broken, anything broken, broken bones, broken hearts. He heals broken veins, broken muscles and joints. Come on, lift your hands in his presence. It doesn't matter what it is. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. They lift their hands and this verse lives on. We've given God glory. Right now, let's begin to thank him for the Seven miracles he did back-to-back on our power walk. And God said the same thing that I did with him that he, the G, the Jesus, God did with me, he's doing with you. Come on, lift your hands. Come on, we thank you, Lord God. We give you glory, honor, and praise right now. We thank you, Lord. He said, um, they marveled and glorified God with has given such power unto men. Oh, Father, we give you praise. And I believe chapter 9 should start right at the ninth verse. Amen? Come on, let's lift our hands and just glorify God. The healer is here. The deliverer is here. Come on, somebody rise up and just give that praise that you were doing earlier. You got a reason right now to just praise him. Come on, let's praise him for just healing not only our bodies. Regeneration our bodies. Somebody, you're living in a regenerator. Come on, come on, come on. Get your dancing shoes on. Just like we were praising him earlier. We don't need any music. We're just going to praise him in his power, in his might, in his ability, in his strength. The healer is on the inside of you. The strengthener is on the inside of you. As he is, you are right now. Somebody get your la- dancing shoes on and just praise him because he's a strengthener. He's a healer he's the great I am he's the bright and morning star we thank you Lord that right now we thank you Lord that we dance in our inheritance the blessing we're blessed coming in come on come on come on we're blessed going out come on come on every organ every tissue regenerate right now be as he is be come on be hallelujah be whole be healed be delivered be set free come on somebody praise him Praise ye the Lord. Glory. Come on and praise him. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody praise him. Praise him. I heard the Lord say this morning, be healed, be whole, be set free, be as I am, be, be, be Glory. Hallelujah. He said, be as he is. Is Jesus sick? Is Jesus sick? Does Jesus have a headache? Does Jesus have blood problems? Does Jesus have heart disease? Does Jesus have problems with his bones? Come on, somebody be as he is. We are whole. You ever met people just a little too cool to dance? If you got anybody around you that's too cool to dance, this is what you do to them. I can't do that since Angela ain't too cool. I, well, let me take minutes, Abby, but you know she ain't too cool. When they too cool to dance, be cool. Uh-huh, be cool. <laughs> Just dance right by them. <laughs> she can't even be cool because she dance all the time. But, okay, this is what we're going to do because the Lord is telling us to praise him. So right in the middle of your praise. Right in the middle of your praise, the Lord will stir up your spirit. Amen. He'll stir you up on the inside. And then he says he's a transformer. Anybody would like to have something, you know, from the old made new? I take my brand new heart every day. I just thank God for it. I take it for my brand new pancreas. Who wants that? Come on, brand new back, joint, muscles. Come on. And I got my hand. You know, I'm looking at Vernie. I don't know. But anybody having problems with your thyroid? Put your hands on your thyroid and say, "Brand new, be healed." I want you, come on, come on, come on, be, be as He is, be. Come on now, we're gonna put our praise on, and then as the Lord tell us to touch things, I want we gonna tell it to be. Come on, everybody, just begin to praise. And anybody a little too cool to praise, you just kind of just dance right on by them. Hallelujah. Come on, Father, we've been obeying you. You said for us to praise you tonight. We're going to dance before you tonight. And you said right in the middle of our praise, you're regenerating things. You're transforming things. You're turning things around. Because as you are, we are. You're lifting heads. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. He's lifting hearts. Oppression is gone. Depression has to go. Come on. Put your hands on your back and tell your back to be as he is. Come on, somebody. Everybody be as